Welcome to Corps Instruction, a show about the missions, activities, and employees of the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. I'm your host, Brandon Parrish. USACE recently updated its National Inventory of Dams database and website. The updated site features user-friendly tools and search capabilities, as well as flood maps to enable communities' emergency preparedness. Becky Reagan, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers National Inventory of Dams Manager, is joining us today to talk to us about the updates to the NID. Welcome, Becky. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Let's start off about telling us a little bit about yourself. I, I know you said earlier you were a, a Hokie, right? I I am a Hokie. <laughs> Not many people may know what a Hokie is, but uh, yes. So uh, my name is Becky Reagan, and I've been uh, working for the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers now for more than 25 years. Um, I always like to joke that I started when I was 12 because I just can't be as old as I think I am here. Um, but uh, I've been involved with the National Inventory of Dams, which we commonly call the NID, uh, since the late 1990s when the Corps received that responsibility uh, for updating and publishing the database. So I've worked very closely with all 50 states, Puerto Rico, and 18 federal dam safety offices to update the database. I provide NID help desk support for the website, database, and data collection efforts. And for the last 13 years, I've served in the role as the NID manager. So um, looking internal to the Corps of Engineers, I also manage our inventory of dams and dam safety program performance metrics that support headquarters. And then as on a personal note, I'm a Virginia Tech graduate. So again, go Hokies. Uh, they're actually getting quite a bit of my money because my daughter is a third-year student there. Um, she is studying environmental horticulture, and my son is a first-year student at Radford University, which is about 30 minutes from Virginia Tech. So this mama bear is happy. Her two kids are very close together. Uh, my son is uh, studying middle school education. And in my free time, I'm actively involved in the Scouts BSA program and my church, and as a new empty nester, uh, my husband and I are trying to get adjusted to doing all the household chores, remembering what night is trash night, cleaning out the litter box, cutting the grass. All that stuff is just so much fun when it's the two of you. Never realized how much uh, my 18-year-old son used to do around the house. <laughs> <laughs> so when when you joined USACE, uh, were you surprised at the the ubiquitousness of, of the dams around the country. I think there are approximately 92,000 in the United States. And uh, based on the area of the U.S., that's about one every 40 square miles. So was that was that something that, that just surprised you? It, it blew my mind away. Um, when, when I first started, I think the inventory was right around 75, 80,000 dams at that time. Um, but of course, you know, as a young person, I was familiar with Hoover Dam and one of my first uh, trips to a dam safety conference to meet all these dam people and, and learn about their data was in Las Vegas. So I got to go tour Hoover Dam. Uh, so that was really exciting. But you just don't realize how many dams there are, you know, um, around, around you, um, how many are small. Um, there's almost 50,000 dams in the NID that are less than 25 feet tall. But um, it's always interesting when you talk to people that you meet, your neighbors or, you know, people at a school event and you start talking about what you do. And oh, I manage the National Inventory Dams for the Corps of Engineers. They're like, well, how many dams are there? And I'm like, well, you shouldn't guess. 
and no one ever guesses over 90,000. So, um, again, they're all not Hoover, but there are quite a few big dams in the inventory. But, yes, I was, I was really surprised. I had no idea. Can you tell us uh, what is the, the NID, the National Inventory of Dams, and, and why it was created? Yeah, so uh, the official answer is the NID is a congressionally authorized database that documents more than 92,000 dams across the U.S. and territories. So the dams that are in the database are owned and operated by federal agencies, the military, states, territories, tribes local governments, public utilities, and private entities. Uh, just a note that the private side owns almost 70% of the dams in the U.S. So for each dam that is in the database, we have more than 70 data fields. So we know where the dam is located, its purpose, the type of materials used to make the dam, its size, uh, when was it last inspected, who owns it, who regulates the dam, whether it has an emergency action plan. So all this information is uh, provided to the Corps of Engineers from all the states and federal agencies that regulate those dams. So we get that information and we publish it and we maintain it uh, with the help of all those other agencies. And so the original design of the database goes back to the 1970s uh, when Congress first tasked the Corps to identify, inspect, and inventory the dams in the U.S. as part of the National Inspection Program, which was a result of um, two dam failures, Teton and Kelly Barnes, back in the late 1970s. Is there a, uh, this is kind of a, a side question, but is, aside from low water dams, um, is there a, is there a definition to when, you know, say you have like a cattle pond that, is there a certain size that it has to, to, to be before it's considered technically just a dam, that, that embankment that, uh, does it have yep. to have a release yeah, so mechanism other than maybe water going over the top? Right, right. Now, there is a federal definition of a dam that we use to screen out dams or allow dams into the NID, and it's part of the, the National Dam Safety Program Act, which was last approved, I think, with word of uh, 2018. Um, so uh, any dam that can potentially cause the uh, lo loss of life or significant consequences, you know, economic um, regardless of size, they're included in. But for the low hazard potential dams, who, if they should fail or misoperate, the um, the consequences are limited to the dam owner. Um, so those are typically smaller dams. They either have to um, be taller than 25 feet tall or hold back 15 acre feet of water, or they have to hold back 50 acre feet of water and be at least six feet tall. So typically we say dams in the NID are, are typically over 25 feet tall, but we do have almost half of the dams in there that are actually less than 25 feet tall because if they should fail or misoperate, um, there's some type of um, significant consequences associated with that particular dam. So, you know, a, a that's my long way of saying, yes, we do. We do have size criteria. <laughs> so, so a, a developer who builds like say an apartment complex and it's in a low lying area and they're like, Hey, you know, this would be great if we added like a lake Vista to it. Right. And right. Um, mm -hmm. so they add this lake that's, it may not be more than three or four feet deep, but you know, depending on the depth or the size uh, or the number the area that it covers it, it, yep. it may or may not have a requirement to, for that. Right. And more than likely it does, because mm -hmm. just because of the people living downstream of that, 
There are quite a few golf course dams and homeowners association dams in the US, in the NID uh, just because of those potential consequences. Oh, wow. That's fascinating. That's just amazing. Mm-hmm. It's not something, you know, you even, even think about in general, you know, most, most people wouldn't even no. consider that. Um, so right. why is it, why is it important that people have access to uh, NID as a resource? Yeah, it's really important for people to know where dams are located, um, who is responsible for their maintenance, and just those potential risks associated with that particular dam. Um, Again, as we said, you don't always know uh, what is around you um, with the Corps of Engineers dams, the Bureau of Reclamation dams, TVA dams, some of these very large dams. The the area of consequence can can be so far away that people just don't know. Um, you know that flood inundation flood inundation zone could be 200 miles away, and so just making sure that people know uh, what's in their area and uh, their potential uh, risk associated with dams that they may or may not know are in are in are close to them or could affect them. And uh, so there's a there's a great deal of data that's that's available. Um, in in the NID, what how do you envision people utilizing the resource, and or how do you hope or or most hope people will re- utilize it? Yeah, well, with this new website and new interface, we have brand new search uh, friendly uh, user friendly search interface. Uh, we're really excited about that, and we hope people are able to quickly um, search by their location. You can type in a zip code or a county um, and find all the dams that, that are in that particular area. You can also go onto the, the main map and zoom right into your state and zoom into your county and your neighborhood and see if there's any dams um, in that area. And then you can always see all the accompanying NID information. You know, as we mentioned, we have you know more than 70 data points on each dam, um, as well as learning resources. We have these. Uh, web pages and videos explaining how dams work, their benefits and risk, and who manages them. Um, so it's definitely more than just a database. And here, search it and you know find find all the dams over 100 feet tall, or find all the dams in County A. Um, we want to make sure folks are understanding dam safety, the terminology that we use. Uh, we've written things in plain English and trying to use things in um, understandable terms to make sure people understand um, the scope and breadth of all these dams. You know, that's, that's so important too, that when you're, when you're aiming for information to go out to the public, that you have, you have a query availability that they can use that will at the very least get them in the direction um, so that they can know at least how to ask the right question so that they're not guessing um, or using different terminology than, than what we're using. Um, Right. So what's, What's important for people to understand about the um, the new information that is available for the dams that the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers owns and operates? Yeah. So uh, the NID has always been around, as we have mentioned, you know, for years. Um, but as dam owners, we feel it's important to share information beyond the NID. So for the dams that the Corps of Engineers owns and operates, we are sharing additional information. We are sharing the results of our risk assessments. So a dam risk assessment um, identifies any key issues that could contribute to that dam's risk, and then what are the potential actions to take to address those issues. And so, as you know, many of our 
Corps of Engineer dams have been designed to reduce the risk of flooding downstream, but they don't eliminate all risk of flooding. So we're sharing these narrative fields that summarize why that dam was built, the benefits it provides, and how it works. The idea is that this project description will let people read that and then be able to visualize what's going on at that dam, why it was built, and who it's protecting, and the purposes of it. Then we also have a risk characterization summary and risk management measures. Again, these narratives that are describing any known areas of concern with the dam, and then what are we doing to address those areas? So we have listings of planned and ongoing activities um, to make sure that the public and people downstream of that dam uh, know that we are addressing those. So we're trying to increase awareness of our dams, their known issues, and our plans to address them. Um, so sharing this information, we're hoping can help set that groundwork for collaborative measures in areas around dams to help further reduce the risk to people and property. Do you see any potential for the site to have uses, ancillary uses that maybe you didn't you didn't think it would be likely before? Um, I hope so. I'm not sure of any specific um, examples now. I know over the years, um, being part of the NID help desk, not being part, being the NID help desk, I should say, um, you know, I've gotten uh, some different types of um, questions and uses that I didn't think would happen um, 10, 15 years ago. I received an email from a middle schooler and he was asking questions about dams in his state. He was doing, um, you know, a state report. And which he just wanted some very basic information about states. And it got me thinking, it's kind of funny. I'm like the encyclopedia of dams here. Um, but we also have uh, insurance companies. That was a new user for me, not thinking about it um, when, when sometimes dam owners need insurance or uh, companies that have dams in their, um, in their area. So insurance companies are looking up this information and they want to know, um, the risk associated with these dams, you know, uh, when was it last inspected, who's regulating it. Um, so the NID is a great starting point for them to use as well to get some of that basic information um, to then work with those dam owners. Can you talk about how long you all have been working on updating this product and how satisfied or how you feel about what you have so far? Sure, there has been a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, at least from me. But for the last two years, I have been part of a much larger uh, core team um, worked, working and on revamping the NID. So we've had assistance from the National Levy Database side, risk communication, dam safety, public affairs. Um, we've really just had a very large matrix in team um, that has been working to revamp this. So we're using the National Levy Database Technology and Architecture. So we know that that works. Uh, they've gotten a lot of positive feedback over the years. And so we're using them, uh, using that whole architecture. That's a great starting platform for us. And we just had to then um, change it up to make it match dams. Um, as I mentioned earlier, we did add a lot of different resources as far as videos and web pages trying to explain dam safety and explain what dams are, how they work. All of that is uh, new information in the NID, but I am just very thrilled with the website, the way it's turned out. Everybody um, has been great on our team, putting in a lot of web meetings, a lot of time and effort. Um, they all weren't uh, familiar with the NID until they got on this team, and I, I think we're all just really happy. 
to to have this new product out. It's like our people joke with me that it's like my baby, you know, and, and I'm letting it letting it out the door now. Um, but it is true. Um, it's just it's it's just been great to see the new site and all the um, the new capabilities that we have. One of the fascinating things about about that site, when I was I was looking at it myself, is right when you arrive at the homepage, um, you get a brief breakdown of of some important facts and information about dams in the United States. Like the average age is sixty years old, seventy percent are managed by um, the state, and only about six percent are federally managed. Can you talk about the decision to uh, the editorial sort of decision to incorporate that information onto the website right up front? Yeah, sure. So we get a lot of questions from the media. Um, and so when they're working on a story for a, on a particular dam or a dam safety program within a state, they, they want that big picture. You got to have be able to reference and tell the public sort of that bigger picture. So that's why we've come up with having these statistics right off the, you know, right out on the gate there. Um, so you can find those statistics when as soon as you come in. Um, if you query for a particular state or county, uh, you'll see similar uh, statistics pop up, um, as well as if you go to the map. Uh, right now, the default, when you go into our map of the U.S., you see all dams and they're all color-coded blue. You can actually change that and show that by owner type. So then you'd see the dams color-coded, who owns the federal agencies, the state, local government, things like that. We also, you can show by height. Um, so then all that will be color-coded in the different height categories. Um, and not sure if you know this, but there's 1,600 dams uh, greater than 100 feet tall. Um, so just just little things like that, I think, just helps try to give users sort of that that bigger picture. I will also note that you mentioned the who regulates and manages these dams, and it's true, 70 some percent are at the state level, and only about six percent at the federal level. So um, you might be asking yourself, well, what about those 20 some percent? Um, so some states regulate more dams than in the NID and some states regulate less dams, but they still know about them. So they report them. Um, so there are some states that only regulate dams over say 30 feet tall, but we have NID dams that are 25 feet tall. So for that particular state, they would be listed as not regulated. The uh, state of Alabama still does not have a state dam safety program. So all all the non-federal dams in Alabama are listed as unregulated. So each state has their own state dam safety legislation and program. Um, they all are similar in some regards and yet can be very different as well. So it's been very interesting working with, with all the different states. And then, of course, all the federal agencies tend to do things just a little bit differently, too. So um, it's just been interesting getting all of their data and information and putting it into this larger database. When you when you started the project uh, and started working in USACE, were you aware of just just how many how many dams there were and and um, of so many different sizes? Right. Yeah. No, I had I had no idea. Um, as I mentioned, uh, you know, I I visited Hoover Dam, but I I had no idea. I had no idea. I, I will tell you a, a, a funny story though. Uh, my father. When I was very little, five, six years old, worked for the Corps of Engineers at the Norfolk District, and he was doing some work on the construction of Gathright Dam. And we went, you know, we weren't in school, so mom took us to go visit dad one day. And, and so I actually have a picture of myself, you know, very tiny, five or six years old, 
and gas right dam constructions way in the background. So it's just kind of funny that um, at that early age, I was already um, being exposed to a dam and didn't really know it. Um, but, um, but yeah, I had no idea how many dams there were. Um, again, as we've talked about, quite a few of those are smaller dams. And when I say smaller dams, I'm referring to dams less than 25 feet tall. Because there's about 46,000 dams, almost half of the dams in the inventory are, are less than 25 feet tall. So folks just may not realize that that dam um, is in the NID. It is holding back water and, and could pose a potential risk. What a, So um, understanding risk associated with dams and uh, flood risk reduction structures is, is so important. Um, but do you see that this uh, the NID is updated, especially version of it, uh, this type of resource can be a catalyst for a renewed appreciation for dams in the United States? I, d I really do. Um, the NID has been, a, as we've said, it's been around, been around for a long time, um, but it's not been in the public life. We have not um, had a necessarily had a reason to put it in our social media blast or put it out on Twitter or LinkedIn. But now with this new site and having so much new information, you know, our, our public affairs staff throughout the Corps has just done a great job of promoting it and letting people know that it's out there. So I really do think that is helping um, kind of get people excited about dams. But the other more technical uh, side of that is that we, the Corps of Engineers, are sharing our flood inundation maps associated with our dams. So as you know, flooding uh, near dams can occur when there's too much water for the dam to hold, requiring uh, larger than normal amounts of water to be released from the dam. Uh, flooding can also occur if there's an operational or structural issue at the dam. And so these maps can help identify people and structures at risk. Um, so we, there are shaded zones um, showing where water can potentially go um, with different, different scenarios. And by meaning different scenarios, I'm talking about the reservoir or the lake behind the dam um, as it rises, we have different scenarios. And so these maps show very clearly in shaded areas, uh, you know, what potentially, potentially can get wet. So we're really hoping that having those narratives that we talked about earlier describing the dam, having these, these flood inundation maps will really help people be prepared um, before an event takes place. That way they can be, again, be prepared um, we're also conducting a pilot project with several states, uh, including California and Colorado, because California actually has their maps um, available as well um, on their own site. But we're going to try to integrate their ma maps into the NID. So the idea there is that eventually we'll be able to host other agencies and other dam owners flood inundation maps, try to give more of that holistic picture to folks, again, trying to help them in, in advance of a dam-related flood. In 2015 and 2019, uh, when we had floods here in Tulsa, it, it, there was a lot of a lot of uh, requests for for inundation maps and um, information about potential flooding areas uh, below Keystone Dam. So I, I know mm -hmm. the the public definitely uh, will appreciate that because we received many many calls requesting that kind of information. Um, right, and one of the the other things is too, you know, there are certain areas of the country that I hate to use the term, are used to flooding, but mm -hmm. they, they live in an area that is more prone to flooding, so they're, they're a little more prepared. They've seen, you know, the, seen releases come from dams and know what or may, may not get wet.
but there are some parts of the country that our dams have never been filled to capacity. And so they don't, they don't know the story. They've never experienced it. So we really want those people as well to be, be prepared um, just because it's not in their, in their history at all that this could potentially happen. And, and, you know, that's, it's interesting. You say that too, about not being used to used to flooding or, or a particular um, dam filling up. And, there's so many times that you have a rainstorm or thunderstorm that historically might have resulted in, in at least some minimal flooding um, in, in, in certain areas. But because those flood, flood risk reduction structures, those dams are there, you, you don't have that happening. You know? and, and so it's very easy to take for granted the fact that you know, when there's, a, when there's a, a, a pretty bad storm, you've got this, this dam upstream that's actually... Um, actually preventing immediate flooding uh, during a, during and or immediately after a storm. You know, I've, I've had some conversations with some of our uh, water managers about that very issue. And, and, you know, we'd, we'd certainly like to do a, I think we'd like to do a better job even of, of um, highlighting that point after a storm. Hey, this is how much water there would have been in the river if, if you hadn't, if we hadn't had this dam upstream. What question have I not asked you that that I should have asked you? Um, I'm not sure. I think we've covered pretty much everything about the the new website. Um, I, I would just ask that uh, if folks are going into the site and checking it out to um, to please send us feedback, either positive, negative, suggestions for improvement. Uh, we, we have a generic NID at usace.army.mil email address on the website and I promise all users uh, we are looking at it. It's primarily me looking at it and reading it and responding it. Um, it's not a government black hole email there. Um, we really do appreciate in the feedback, um, you know, if things are not working like you thought or if things are missing, um, please let us know. We might be able to improve it or let you know where to get that information. So we just really want the experience to be good uh, we've, we've put in, as I said, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears on this new project. And so we want to make sure uh, that our goal to make it more user-friendly, that it really is more user-friendly. Um, it's, it's very different than the site that has been up for 10, 15 years. Um, it is easier to use, I promise you. Um, I knew the site like the back of my hand. This one is easier, uh, but it will take a little bit of adjusting. Um, but I really do, again, just, just that feedback, positive, negative feedback, all is welcome um, and encouraged. Yeah, and I would definitely recommend people check out that explore function down below um, toward the bottom of the, of the page because um, there's some great information, photos, and, and multimedia products. The uh, videos. Oh, yeah, that, I forgot about the photo out. gallery. Yeah, yeah. The, the, <laughs> the videos that have been put out by uh, Caitlin Nolan are just outstanding that imagery and, and the those videos are very high quality very well done um just yes. and enjoyable to watch yes thank you yeah the risk communication team has done a great job on those as well as some animations we have a videos page now and so there, there's there's a couple videos on the nid and dams and then you know how dams operate um they're they're just wonderful to look at and, and i think really can help tell the story Oh, outstanding. Yeah. Is there anything you, you want to add before we go? I, I really appreciate you taking the time to sit down and talk to us. I know up there in the Beltway area, you guys are, are extremely, extremely busy and you've got a lot going on constantly. So 
Um, thank you for supporting us down here at the at the district level as as well as you all have. Oh, well, no, thank you for helping us promote uh, the National Inventory Dams and and, and and I owe a lot to Tulsa District. Tulsa District Dam Safety Program is always uh, willing to test things for me, provide feedback, provide great comments. So, um, yeah, anytime I can help Tulsa District out, I'm more than happy to do so. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Core Construction. Construction is a production of the Tulsa District U.S. Army Corps of Engineers Public Affairs Office. This episode of Construction was brought to you by the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers National Inventory of Dams. To learn more about the National Inventory of Dams, visit nid.usace.army.mil. Hi, this is Brandon Parrish, host of the Construction Podcast. If you've enjoyed this content, please consider liking and subscribing or provide us with some feedback by leaving a review. If you know someone who might be interested in this content, please consider sharing it. Thanks for joining us again. Have a great day.